All right. Oh my God, how you guys getting on, huh? Talon, Kalini, Jassa, Unsha. <laughs> huh? Hey, Aaron Moore Island, I can't hear you. Talon, Kalini, Jassa up in this chocked. Chocked. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Nurafek me, Nikalini, Unsha. Toy McFluck a Kraken. Um, you know what I mean? Guys, I'm something of a Gale Gore myself. Oh, my God. Bloody, uh, Fanya, bloody Fanya or, um, I, uh, Nurafeik me Nikalini unsha, uh, Dirt me fucking, uh, Time McChocked. Time McChocked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, if you if you know, then you bloody know. I I did a bloody a bit of bloody. I don't know who I am now. I'm American. I'm American. Time, uh, goody time in in McConey. My Joseph Coney, 2012. Oh my God! I don't know what I'm talking about. How are you? How are you doing? I'm something of a Gale Gore myself. Uh, here's my Fania Ergid. Uh, <laughs> hey, have you seen my Fanya Aragid? Mom! Mom! Where's my fucking Fanya Aragid from the Spin Airmore Islands? <laughs> Am I annoying you? I'm sorry, I'm annoying you. I'm very excited. I have bloody carte blanche for the place here. There's no one else here. And I tell you, when there was someone else here, ooh, did I get very fucking, very territorial. I'd be getting very territorial. I've realized this about myself is that um, you think, you think, you think because of the glasses and because I'm married. I'm a nice person, but I'm fucking, oh my God, I'm a fucking prick. I'm such a, well, I did, look, let me tell you what happened. I was in here, in the fine podcast studios here. Are you a small, medium, or large-sized van? You need to come record a podcast here. I wonder why that podcast would be like, honk, honk, beep, beep. That's what it would be. Your podcast, if you're a van, but if you're not a van, I say that because small, medium, large-sized, look, if you didn't get the reference, it's a in-joke, right? Hey, here's another in-joke. Um... Uh, bloody, uh, uh, there's no in-jokes. Here's a bloody in-joke for you. Um, a towel, uh, shaped like a cock at the end of your bed. Here's a fucking in-joke for you. Get that in your fucking travel lodge. A little, you fucking, there's your fucking, I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, when in doubt, a big L cock is the joke. Um... But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, see, people think I'm quick. <laughs> people think I'm quick, but I can't think that quick. I go on other podcasts, and I'm like, oh, do a footy chant. They take me three hours to do. Um, but for the yield, you know what I mean? For how good they are, for the yield, it's uh, time well spent. Um, but what else was I saying there? Yeah, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> well, I'm okay. <laughs> no, what happened was I was in here in the fine podcast studios, right? If you're a small, medium, large-sized business, I cannot stress enough how phenomenal the facilities are here. They were used to record the voiceovers for the Bram Stoker Festival. It was all done here. My peer, the bloody bin. You, well, you want to call bloody panda datai to get rid of the cunt. My, uh, Michal Martin was here uh, <laughs> recording with my other peer, Stephanie Preisner. My other peer. Fellow uh, author, and then uh, Michal Martin would be the fellow uh, person of note, shall we say. Um, <laughs> I haven't, I'm fucking, I tell you, I'm bloody Lula here. I'm bloody uh, Lulu from Relight My Fire. Uh, you got to be strong enough to walk on to the night, yeah. You got that down on the other side. I'm bloody Lulu, because I haven't spoken to anyone other than a baby. And my wife, who, you know, and we've just been talking about the baby. Not always. <laughs> she wouldn't like me saying that. But I don't mind it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be honest, I'm fucking loving it at the moment. I'm going to get back on to what, how I was not a nice person, but I'm going to talk about this for a second. Um, I'm bloody loving it at the moment. I bloody, I, I can't, I bloody, 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 I can't, uh, I, I'm, uh, there's a little dad chat here for the next bit. It's, it's finally clicked. All these little nodes that were kind of hovering above my head, which was, I like the way he looks. 
I like his. I like how he looks like me. <laughs> Those are the two main things that make me love my child. Of course, um, I love his little laugh. I love being the person who puts him down. I love when he, not when when he's upset, but I love the fact that I can comfort him. I love putting him in new little outfits. Again, the aesthetics. I love having a cute little version of me, like Abu, with a little waistcoat, and I'm Aladdin, right? That's a great costume. Why didn't fucking think of that? Again, that's one of my life advice. Put it down in the thing. I'm Aladdin. My wife will be Jasmine. Uh, costume. Sorry, see, this is the thing. When you think of a costume, you have to put it down in your notes. Otherwise, you'll forget. I'm Aladdin. The boy is a boo. <laughs> and my wife is Jasmine. That'll be fucking... That'll be whopper for after he goes... Bloody, after he has a little monkey nap. <laughs> you know? Me and myself and his mother hopefully having the ride that night. Um, <laughs> but anyway... What was it saying? I'm loving it. I'm loving him. He's great. And I compare well, if I compare apples to apples, I don't know what I mean by that. But if I compare how I was beforehand, you know, it's it's just, it's just finally clicked. It's finally clicked. You know, I am not. There's there there is no amount of FOMO that is getting over the love and of of my family unit right now. So that's good. That's good news. That's good news. And also, he's barely fucking sleeping. So I have to I have to think it just gets better from here, even though it's going really well because. He could not be putting more stress <laughs> on me for the sleep part. For in terms of, well, he could definitely. He's been, he's actually been very good. He just wakes up a couple of times. But I'm just, what I mean is that the fact that I'm loving it and it's a kind of, it's not necessarily clear sailing. He's not sleeping all the way through. I think proof is in the pudding out that it's finally clicked. And what I mean by kind of all the kind of clouds, basically, it's like all the things that I loved about being a father were kind of like floating around, adjacent to each other. But now they've all kind of coalesced into one big cu- cumulus cloud. A bit of a, a bit of assonance there as well. For, for. But anyway, people think I'm a nice person because of these things. But I'm not. I was in here on another podcast, I won't say who, uh, very nicely popped their head into the office and was like, hey, uh, do you mind if I just use... Um, I'm just, or sorry, you just, I'm just going to pop in now just to use the, uh, the recording booth. Are you going to be, you know... And I just... This is how I get. I get territorial and I get weird. I just it's just how I get. I don't know why it happens, but I just get territorial because I think I really like my kind of private time and I like my private space. I don't know. You know I, I I have to just accept the fact that that is ha- who I am and how I live, and I need to have various measures to make sure that I don't become really abrasive to people who encroach upon that space. That's the thing. I have to appreciate, not dramatically try and change, because I knew I know who I am. I'm 33 now. You know. I'm not necessarily going to be able to change these things about myself, but at least I can maybe do things to make sure that I acknowledge this this behavior and it doesn't become too abrasive to the person who encroaches on that space. In this case, I wasn't able to, <laughs> to put a dampener on that. And I, he just popped in and said, do you mind if I use that? And I was like, eh, no, I'm actually using it all day today, man. I'm actually in there all day. Fucking lying, lying. I didn't actually have, I didn't even have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. I was going to record a podcast ahead of time, which actually turned into the podcast that I couldn't use, which was because of the technical snafu, where it actually fucking was. Well, it was recording, but it was... (laughs) Um, Anyway, that was just why I didn't have a podcast last week. I'm sorry about that, by the way, but you know where you can get fucking podcasts if you want podcasts. You know what I mean? Do you know where you can get? And you have to pay through your fucking teeth. No, not through the teeth. Very accommodating, affordable sum if you want to get more podcasts. But anyway, I didn't actually have to record that day, but I fucking lied to your man and I said, actually, yeah, man, I'm in there all day, so uh, yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, when do you think you'll be done? Uh, not till like three or four, you know? And he's like, oh, right, it's just I, I booked a guest. Um, but look, I'll, I'll tell them to come back at three. And I was like, yeah, you better, yeah, you better. We're going to do that. And then he left and I immediately was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that shit? What is this mine, mine mentality? That I have, that I still have, a thirty-three. You know, my wife got me a mug, like uh, among other things, for my birthday. But it was bef- kind of before my birthday, and part like I, I had to stop myself as an adult, say, "Well, this doesn't count because it's not actually my birthday. This is just extra. This doesn't count as a birthday present because I'm a." I actually had to stop myself saying that, and I didn't say it luckily. But I'm a fucking spoiled brat. And I immediately then he was leaving. I was like, "Oh, look, a couple of things." I called him. Oh, here, come back. Sorry, actually, I, I, I'm, I'm. I moved a couple of things around so you can use it. It's yours for the day. But now I also can't kind of act in like, oh, look here. I've moved a few things around, so go on. Tussle your fucking hair. There you are. Fucking good, good boy. You know? Weirdo. I'm a weirdo. I'm not, honestly, I'm not a nice person. <laughs> I am. I know, I don't know. You know? I tell you, the, 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 the dangers of acting like a nice guy is that you, um, and I, you have it. I, I, think, I think every teen should have a... Th- have a moment where they really 
hurt someone's feelings and they realize that you are not in a movie, you are not fucking Dawson Leary, you are not just some fu- someone coaxing through life and you're the nice guy and everyone else is just a fucking bit players in the movie of you, right? There are other people that have feelings and sometimes you do things that make you not a nice person. And the idea of that just being a nice guy doesn't exist. It's just how your day-to-day actions are. Because when you think you're a nice guy, and then you think, oh, they're fucking weird. That couldn't be something to do with me because I'm a nice guy. Do you know what I mean? Worst thing you can do. <laughs> it's not the worst thing. You could obviously be a bad guy and totally welcome being a bad guy, walking around, picking up your date like fucking Razor Ramon. Go up to the door, fucking jock her dad in front of her. Take her away. Hey, Chico. Flick a uh, toothpick at the mat. You know, that would be you adopting a bad guy mentality rather than them, um, which would probably be worse than acting essentially like a big old soft boy. What was I talking about? I don't know. Bloody America or something. Um, yeah, I'm talking about America. This is America. This is America. Don't catch me slipping up. Don't catch me slipping up. Um, I want to talk about America because it's America Day. Can you believe it, man? It's the bloody American election special. And I'm going to be talking about all things American. I'm going to be talking about the election a little bit. Didn't really research much, but I have. Don't worry. Uh, uh, Rumpel, Rumpel Foreskin is going to be here. Uh, Twitch uh, political streamer uh, is going to be here. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to rank. Because everyone loves to go to ranking, if you know what I mean. I'm going to rank my three trips to America that I've taken. Um... I'm not even going to tell you where they are. I'm just going to, you can, bloody, you can bloody find out later. So here, let's go. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Hey, look, we're here. We're in a podcast. And this is as good an intro as I've done in years. Maybe I do a technical snap every uh, week. Anyway, now I'm, now I'm too tooting myself. And listen, welcome to Tony Catwell Shit Show. It's Tony Catwell Shit Show. man hey how you doing are you a gale gore as well man fanya or oh my god man my fanya or gets fucking shit so is that what it's called fanya or i wouldn't know because i never went to the gale talks but i did plan to blow it up <laughs> plan to strategically plant a few explosives on aaron moore island so it would just drift off into the sea and all those hot naughty boys would go with them. Not having a go with the guys. They were just trying to cop the feel. I don't know what I mean. They were trying to cop off. It's not even a term. With Dublin girls, which is fine. That's what I was trying to do. I can't begrudge these lads. And their stunning accents. Can I just say I love your accent? You Dublin girls. Oh my God. You <laughs> That's what they're probably like, you know. It's a lovely accent. I once, um, I once, uh, I got an actual flutter, little tummy flutter, but you know, a little bit lower, but not the penis, kind of in between that, you know, ooh. um, which I think is like the hornier flutter. You know, you get butterflies like, oh, you get butterflies up in the top part of your diaphragm. That's when you have to like go out on stage, you have to talk to someone, or you have to give like a presentation. You're like, Oh, I'm going to shit. And then you got kind of like medium butterflies in the kind of center of the sternum. That's like, oh my God. Oh, same said my name there. I didn't expect to hear my name. Or, you know, and then a little bit lower than that, you kind of get like um, a flutter, which is all like, you know, a text back being like, you know, like Pam and Jim, Jim popping his head back in being like, you free tonight? You know, that kind of thing. Um, Or, you know, you getting a text being like, you know, um, hey, are you free or something? You know, you know, a little flirty text, right? That, but then you get a little flutter just below there where you're like, this is a little bit. It's kind of, it's soft, it's quaint, it's not sexy, but it's just virgin that place. You'd be surprised with the amount of uh, um, nerve endings in your stomach. Um, I don't remember who this was, but he was your man. He was on Russell Brand's podcast. I can't even, this is too much of a fucking, I, I barely even remember it. I think it was something to do with it was some, tr- some, so it was your man who did that Naked and Afraid show where he would go out naked into the woods or go onto an island and try and like build everything, you know, like build, just survive in the nip, do a proper castaway job, right? Um, and he said that there was, was it Native Americans? Was it Aboriginals? Or was it just some new, maybe some New Guinea tribes people? Anyway, 
someone fucking cool and smarter than us horrible Europeans butchering this world. We'll get more onto that when we're talking about fucking America later on. Um, I'm not even, I can't even act like I'm doing a scathing commentary because I'm not. But anyway, they say that whoever this tribe is, I don't know who it is, say that there's three brains. You have your top head brain, you have your gut brain, and you have your heart brain. And, uh, and they value each of them the same. Whatever. Why are I fucking I'm bored myself there? Got to on to this. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I got a little tummy flutter when it was, uh, I was on the phone uh, and it was in Northern Irish. I'll say an Ulstery area, right? Not necessarily. I don't necessarily know if it was Northern Irish. Um, but it was like, um, I think it was when I was trying to fucking burn, when I was trying to do one of my famous call up your phone or internet provider and just fucking rinse them. Um, you know, those things that I do every 18 months, which other people just upgrade their service because they realize they're playing an outdated thing. I view it like it's some, I'm fucking Genghis Khan fucking going in there to fucking ravage the place. You know what I mean? Or Koto. What's his name? What's your man? Kotal Khan? Khan? (laughs) The guy from Ghost of Tsushima. Do you hear fucking Lottie from Great British Bake Off also a gamer playing Ghost of Tsushima? Tell him. She's great. She's a lovely, lovely, lovely person. Listen, what was I saying? Yeah, I got a tummy flutter from a girl from Northern Ireland. When I, <laughs> when I, I was trying to cancel something and I was like, yeah, look, I'm going to cancel. I'm going to fucking cancel me Everton because, uh, because this one thing didn't work. You know how I get yeah, I'd be fucking a little, little child. And then she's like, all right, just one wee second there. Just one. All right, just hold on one wee second there. One wee second there. And she had this real breathy Northern Irish voice and I had a little... Um, I hope my bloody wife doesn't hear this. You know, she's got a lovely, lovely voice. She sounds like an announcer on RTE News. That's how my wife talks. You know. What have I told you about the bog roll? That's how my wife talks exactly like that. Um, what else would she say? You know. Um, Shoot. <laughs> Will I make some banana ice cream for Bake Off? It's not that bad. We make some. We make banana ice cream out of frozen bananas for Bake Off. Cause it's not that bad. <laughs> and then she puts some granola on top, and it's lovely, right? Anyway, what am I getting at here? Anyway, lovely, lovely voice. So I understand why young women. Fro- <laughs> when you pause, if you pause between saying young women, you're a nonce. You're just a fucking. You sound like a nonce, even if you're just trying to catch your thoughts here. Young women from Dublin going to the Gale Talk. Of course, they're going to cop off with the lovely voice. Anyway, I'm clearly fucking I'm taking a fucking piss here. Um, just with my, the, the loudness of my voice because I, um, I have the whole floor to myself. But anyway, bloody, bloody America, man. Oh, my God. I love America. <laughs> I raise my family in the American way. That's kind of... Um, your man from Godfather meets Ble- Bela Lugosi, uh, Count Dracula. Um, but I do love America. Um, I don't love. Well, I suppose I do. <laughs> I just, you know, it's like everything. Um, there's so there are. It would be it, me saying that I don't love America is the same as like you know racist lads. People saying that they fucking hate. They hate England, but they love, you know, Manchester. They, lo- they love Liverpool, you know, being fucking racist. Not that exactly, because obviously you can never be racist if you hate English people. But if you, um, <laughs> if you like are racist and you literally do not like black people, right? Hopefully no one listening to this podcast, but yet you will probably like the footballers on the team and kind of have an exception for that you know, specific person. It's the same thing. You, you can't possibly absorb so much American content and be like, I hate America. I don't like America, you know, for, for, for what it's done for, for culture, you know, you can obviously have your issues with it. You can have your issues with it, you know. Anyway, hey, you Irish, if you're chatting to an American in a youth hostel, you guys are Irish, man. I just heard your accent. What, what, fuck, what is that, man? Irish? Oh, my God. So I suppose you guys, uh, <laughs> suppose you guys like Guinness, huh? And you get chatting to them, you know, you get chatting to an American in a youth hostel. Ah, uh, we do, we, we, I tell you, we do, but I tell you, 
I'd say what us Irish love even more is a, is is having a shite Guinness so we can complain about it. <laughs> you know, trying to crack a joke, and they're like, "Why? Why is there? Oh no!" You know, do you ever crack a joke to an American and they don't know it's a joke? Like, oh no, why is there? <laughs> no, no, we're just um, no, we do, we do. It's just we love. Oh, that's awesome, man! And they kind of act like. They kind of act like you're a little Abu, don't they? You know? Oh, I got to keep... Hey, we should keep this guy around, man. Little... Look at this little guy. <laughs> look at this cute little guy. And the guy chatting to you is like four foot with a vest on. Um, the best, though, the best is when you get chatting to a guy, uh, usually a guy, it's always a guy, who is like from Ireland but hasn't been back in like 30 years. And they have this kind of weird kind of like, how are you getting on? Yeah, I'm from Ireland myself, man. <laughs> yeah, man, from Skibbereen, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, having them back in fucking so long, man. Fucking hell, <laughs> man. I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm Irish anymore. I suppose a bit of a world traveler, you know. Spent a bit of time in uh, Norway, <laughs> a bit of time in Toronto, a bit of time in Brisbane, <laughs> you know. Man, I woke up in my 40s, man, and I just had to look at me kids, and I thought, man, I just can't live like this, so fucked off. And I haven't spoken to the boy in about 20 years. He's my life. <laughs> He's my heart and soul, you know. Oh, wow, have you been in touch with your son? No, man, that would just fucking get me down, bro. <laughs> that would get me down, man. Chatting to me kid after abandoning the guy. <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> this is my girlfriend, man. She's like 35, you know. The sort of girl with, like, moosey curly hair that you know if karaoke comes on she'd be like black velvet in that little boy smile you know she's wild leather pants you know i made anastasia here man having the back skibbereen in a long time i <laughs> uh, gotta do something with see this thing wasting these characters on you <laughs> sorry you don't mean to have a go but i'll tell you what if this podcast was sponsored and it is for sale let me explain something to you here Podcasts are bafflingly cheap <laughs> to advertise on. So get in touch with me. You will, you will honestly be surprised. You will honestly be surprised at how cheap it is. And how affor- Sorry, sales 101 here. How affordable you'll find for the value that you get from a podcast. How affordable it is for you. Um, but honestly, it's shocking how fucking cheap these things are going for. So like America, this is for sale. Everything is for sale here on the podcast. Honestly, if you want... Tony's name drop corner to be sponsored by Smirnoff. We'll have it, you know? Uh, is it Louis Walsh? Lovely, lovely Smirnoff. Yeah. You know, whatever you want. Other vodka brands are available. You know, so every, honestly, every single part of this podcast is for sale. And I know then when I get paid for this, um, this podcast, uh, obviously the Patreon one, I cannot thank you for the very kind. If you're one of those people who have very generously supported me over there. But anyway, either way, I'm just saying, I should I come up with bits on this and I should be putting them out on the video so I can get recognized on TikTok again. Tell you, someone came up to me and was like, oh my God, hey, you're that guy from TikTok. And I'm like, yeah, for you, yes, I fucking am. I am the guy from TikTok. I own all, I own all the fucking things. Um, so anyway, I don't know why am I shouting? Why am I shouting? I'm going to sit down here, hang on. I was standing up there. That's why you had a nice bit of high energy in there. Now I'm tired. Welcome to the, you know, as always happens in this pod where I run out of steam and the first 17 minutes are, wow, that's this guy, where is he coming? It's a stream of consciousness genius. Where is he coming? And then it's all like, you know, I, I think if of all the, of all the cutlery I have in my drawer, you know, like fucking boring, 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 but this is not going to be boring because I have stuff I'm going to talk about because it's fucking election. It's the American election. And I cannot tell you, Look, I don't look. I do think that sometimes we get very, very preoccupied with the cultural issues of America, and I think we should allow the culture that what that we want to wash over us. Enjoy the music that we like. Definitely stand with people who need to be stood with. But a lot of times we get very beaten down by a country that's fucking seven hours over that way on Swedish air. You know what I mean? And I'm not having a go. I'm not saying you turn yourself off, you know, but you just should fucking should turn yourself like. Anyway, I'm talking. I'm talking about America. Bloody America. Let me tell you this. All right. The, one of the funniest things, one of the hardest I've ever laughed. Right. Was when my older brother was um, <laughs> meant to be studying for his leaving cert and his leaving cert was the next day. And my ma flipped at me 
And then as good Irish mothers do, just turned her attention just directly to the next person there because she always had fucking shit to say about him, right? Um, so I wound her up about something and then she turned to him and he wasn't studying and she goes like, and you, with your fucking leaving tomorrow. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, leaving, leaving. Where are we going, mammy? Are we going to America? And she, she flipped and I was fucking howling. Leave. Where are we going, mammy? Are we going to America? It is one of the funniest things ever. Um, but I'm talking about America because I'm talking about the elections. And look, you know me. I'm not, I am not well versed in the elections. I'm not well versed in politics, even though Politico the Clown with my famous Charles Hi! bit is one of my favorites. Well, one of uh, the people's favorites. They love it. No more Politico, they say. Um, uh, at the gigs. Um, um, that's not true. Uh, anyway, listen, come here to me. What am I saying? Um, sorry, I'm just looking at Twitter here. And I, said Leo, I thought I said Leo the Lick. Lick. And you, you little lick. Um, I performed for Leo. I've said this to you before. I've performed. He's not the president, but I've, I've engaged. Anyway, we're not getting on that. I'll get on that in a second. I'll tell you about that in a second. I've already told you about that. But anyway, I'm talking about America. But let me tell you this. I'm talking about the election, and this has already gone date itself, right? It's like bloody me having a wank in any rockets. Have dating myself. It's not great. Um, I'm saying that, I, you know, I get to second base with myself on a date with myself in Eddie Rockets. You know what I mean? Whatever. See, this is also one of the, the, the faults here of having a podcast. There should just be someone here being like, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> um, anyway, come here. The election, right? I, I, I just want everyone to, to fucking shut up about Donald Trump. Do you know what I mean? Just shut Don't report news about Donald Trump. Like, I watched the social dilemma I was talking about there, you know. Um, see, I don't even fucking... I, I actually, I genuinely feel deflated if uh, I hear Donald Trump just even come up in conversation. It's just so boring. So, I know this is going to date itself in the fact that Donald Trump is likely going to be the winner. And I'll have a podcast here that you listen to on Wednesday. This is going out on Tuesday when the election is taking place. The final votes to be put in for the election um, and no doubt Donald Trump's going to win because this is what happens right people people have a front facing person a, a, a public facing person that they are and then a very private person that they really are or, or the other way around maybe the private person is the one that how you guys doing Welcome to my Twitch channel, election special, man. Oh my god, are we still talking about this Donald Trump guy? Oh my god. Donald Trump, you fucking baby, man. Ever since you heard me on Twitch, man, I know you've been avoiding my tweets and DMs. Well, let me tell you, man, I the roast is not yet done, even though you look fucking cooked with your face is so brown. You look like he cooked uh, turkey. The roast is not finished, I'm still going. Let me tell you something, guys. This Donald Trump wagon, he's so bloody broke that uh, a bunch of toys from under a bed tried to fix him with sellotape before. <laughs> One of them was a spider baby, man. Fucking weird, man. He's got weird stuff in his house, man. I tell you, this this, this bloody Donald Trump, man, he, he, you know you know how I feel about him, man. He, this guy's a bloody chicken crossing the road because he's a joke. You know what I mean? Um... This guy, honestly, man, Donald Trump, this guy, he has such a sepia face that I once thought I was staring at a picture of Joe Biden at his Debs. It, was so, it looked like a cowboy uh, picture. <laughs> Speaking of fucking Biden, they should call him Joe fucking Riding, man, because he's riding a horse. Because the motherfucker is so old, he doesn't even have a car. A car was the last word I said there. And I tell you, man, this just shows, man, you c this is a bipartisan bloody roast because, you know, this guy, Joe Biden, this guy is so old and he wants to be president. Who's the secretary of uh, Homeland Security, a bloody pterodactyl? <coughs> Joe! You know, it might he, say, he might say things like this. Yeah, and who's the bloody uh, secretary of the treasury? Smaug? <laughs> He's old as well. Not as old as Elrond, I think. Elrond is one of the oldest in the franchise. 
let me tell you another. Joe Biden, man, you're so bloody old and doddery that um, I went to his, I went to his house there the other week, and the cunt kept offering me biscuits, man. <laughs> Motherfucker wouldn't take no for an answer. He kept saying there was biscuits in the press. He's so old, man. <laughs> and the fucker still puts sugar in my tea, even though I haven't had that since I was a baby. You know, a young boy. Yeah, yeah I heard the uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, team uh, launched um, a new social uh, media platform for the guy. It's called Instagrandad. And let me tell you as well, man, this guy Joe Biden, his hair is so white that if he becomes president, he'll probably try and go in his hair to bed, thinking it's the White House. <laughs> this motherfucker put a foot on his head to try and go into the White House. <laughs> oh, man. But Joe Biden, man, oh my God, at least, you know, at least he's not as bad as Donald Trump, that's what they say, you know, this guy. And let me tell you, this is, you might have heard this one before on the Twitch channel, but, um, Donald Trump, they should, um, they should call you fucking Donald Duck, man. Your bollocks are hanging out, bro. Your bollocks are hanging out all over your leg. You know? Is that your knees? Or is it two adjacent bollocks hanging down? Yeah, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Shweki, alumni like the Abin Rumpel Foreskin. Uh, at the end of the day, guys, whoever wins, whether it's Tommy Pickles or fucking Grandpa Pickles, who knows, in the bloody playhouse, it doesn't matter. They're still going to make Avengers movies. They're still going to make The Mandalorian. And uh, Friends will be available on some streaming service. Why don't you focus on your local area? See what you can do if you want to enact change in a cultural way. Anyway, uh, whatever, I'm gone. Oh, my God. Rumble Foreskin. I tell you, that's a guy who really tells it like it is. You know what I mean? Really tells it like it is. And he strikes me as someone who... If you had something to say, you'd say it to your face. The attributes of a good person. That's what a good person does. Now, they're not a cunt because if they, they would be a cunt if they said it behind your back, right? The fact that they call you a, a knob end to your face. I don't know why I went all the way from cunt to knob end there, but you know what I mean. Um, no, he, he, he tells it like it is. If you had something to say, you'd say it to your face. Um, he, uh, and he, and he hates drama and he hates drama. You know what I mean? Though, though that's, that's the qualities of a good friend I look for there, you know, S- slash big brother contestant, you know. I hate drama. I hate drama. But um, do you know what? Regardless, again, this podcast is going to date itself in that, you know, having a big old fap in Eddie Rockets, you know, you're going to be listening to this on a Tuesday or Wednesday. It's probably going to be clear who has won the American election. But keep in mind, it is still a country's election. Would you really know if there was a Chinese election even happening? Would you know there was a Chinese election happening? And would you know the two candidates and what they stood for? Would you know in the Indian election if one person is pro-fossil fuels and one person is pro-sustainable energy? Would you know that? Because those two would probably have the bigger cultural or the bigger impact in terms of the climate, likely, would be those two countries. So, you know what I mean? Like, don't, don't fucking, don't, don't let it get under your skin. Hey, Jude, whoever wins, it was four years ago. It was a blip, right, when Donald Trump won. Don't let it get under your skin and realize that it's only how much you let it in. Because it's really, look, definitely, I don't want to be saying it doesn't matter, right? Definitely, if you have a view on it and you want to say, say something about it, great, go for it. Talk about it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I don't know what I'm talking about. I feel like I'm, I don't want to be fucking telling you to do anything. Do you know what I mean? But I would just, I, look, I'm not fucking telling you what to do. I'm not telling you what to say. All I'm saying is that I have definitely um, found more comfort and happiness in curating the amount of bad news that I get from America, you know? And I do think that there's a weighted, that the, that the level of importance of American news is unfortunately too weighted against other local things. Do you know what I mean? Of course, we don't have nearly as, many, as much kind of bad things and fatal shootings and, you know, marginalized people be fucking shot to death. Do you know what I mean? We don't have that. I'm getting fucking too deep here. Do you know what I mean? But I, I do also think that there's other groups and stuff that maybe don't get the, you know, don't get the representation that they deserve here in Ireland. I'm not saying that one's better than the other, but I'm saying that maybe sometimes it'd be good to see that level of uh, marching and black squares for some of the marginalized people of Ireland. And I'm not saying you turn a blind eye to Black Lives Matter. Anyway, I'm going to fucking... I feel like, you know, you know in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last uh, Crusade, R.I.P. Sean, Sean Connery, R.I.P. Sean Connery, 
Um, you know, when he's trying to uh, hop on the tiles that spell out Jehovah. That's how I feel sometimes when I talk about anything that isn't uh, plume and shit. Anyway, I'm going to tell you about um, I, I'm fucking in. It. I keep saying like I'm going to start talking about America. Um, I um, Oh, yeah, this is the thing I was going to say. Look, at the end of the day, whoever wins, it's just a president. Do you know what I mean? From, as someone who has actually met presidents, can I say they are just people, guys? They are just usually men, uh, but they are humans, and usually they're not even the ones making the rules. List of the presidents I've met. I've met uh, Mary McAleese. Um, that was just before my friend gave her the stink palm at our school, in our school reach. Um, I have met Michael D. Higgins. Uh, well, I didn't. He was passing by in a car outside uh, Lansdowne Road, and I shouted, hey, Michael D. Higgins! And he waved. Uh, his little hand uh, and Leo Varadkar as well as good as came to go see me and specifically me in our group uh, Dream Guns um, version of Goldeneye we were doing Goldeneye uh, well you know, Dream Gun film reads different films every night and one was Goldeneye and I was playing Bond and he went to go see me and he looked very bored uh, and then I've also met um, Bill Clinton I've met Bill, uh, alleged sexual assaulter, Bill Clinton. Just Google Bill Clinton's sexual assault. You will be surprised at the amount of claims of sexual assault um, Bill Clinton has um, has been involved in. But I met him. Uh, we're, just, we're just fucking weirdos growing up, me and my mates. And we slept out overnight to get a book signed by Bill Clinton. That's how impactful America was. Um, for us in the 90s, because he was our president, uh, and, but this was probably, what, 2000, 2003, and we slept out overnight. We didn't even sleep out. We stayed up all night outside Easton's to get Bill Clinton's autograph for his, um, his book. And everyone bought it. My mate Joe bought it. My mate Dan bought it. Um, bought the CD, the audio book of it. I can't, I'm fucking weirdos, like. And I went to meet him, and it was Secret Service. Everywhere. And on my way in, right, this woman gave me, she was like, um, can you give this letter to, to Bill? Um, and I was like, I don't know if he's going to. Please, please, she said, please give this letter um, to Bill. You know, I, if, you're going, if you're going in there, just, I'd, I'd love him just to, to know how much he's meant to me. And I was like, all right, you know. And then I was going in there and like the Secret Service were everywhere, you know. And this was during a, a, an anthrax scare that happened like a couple of weeks before. And I was like, I'm not fucking giving. And also, who the fuck are you? Cue up your fucking self and give it to Bill. Pass him by. Will you give this letter to Bill? I've been out here all night. Give your own fucking letter to Bill. Anyway, I, I didn't give it to Bill. And uh, I read it afterwards. And it was just thanking him for everything with the troubles. And I just ripped it up and fucked it in the liffy. Shouldn't have been littering. That was the worst thing that I did that day. But anyway, when I did meet Bill, uh, Mr. President, um, I had uh, sexual assaulter Bill Clinton, alleged sexual assault. Saltist Bill Clinton. I um I he signed the CD version, and uh, I gave him the CD to sign, and I was starstruck. I was. I was like I couldn't. I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. It was fucking Bill Clinton from the telly, and uh, he was like, "Hey, little buddy, can I sign it here?" And it was like look, like pointing at a, a part on the CD to sign it, and I was like, "Hey, uh, uh, buddy, hey, can I sign it here?" And I was like, anywhere, anywhere is good. Anywhere is good. And he signed it and we left and we were delighted. We were so happy that we didn't even go home. We went to Cork and we, wild trip. We went on a wild trip to Cork, me and the lads, you know, we were just buzzing. And then I found out about all the assault. Anyway, very quickly, I'll tell you about some of the trips I've been to America, right? I've only got five minutes left. I need to leave because someone else is, someone else is actually going to be in here. And I, honestly, I cannot edit this. This is fucking raw. So I cannot edit this. I need to be out in five minutes. I've been to America a couple of times. Uh, I've been three times. Once in the year 2000, I went to uh, Orlando, Disneyland. Um, that was my first impression of what America was. And I tell you what, for walking up and down fucking strip malls in Orlando, I still milked as much America as I could out of the swamp. No offense. That was Orlando. Uh, my brother bought the Marshall Mathers LP. It was before it was out. We're like, oh my God, man. Hearing like, listening on his disc, man, smiling away to his... Uh, his skit about him murdering his wife or his girlfriend, uh, gas. And then um, I bought the Mission Impossible 2 soundtrack. And I had a little known track called uh, Take a Look Around, Limp Bizkit's best track uh, at the time. Uh, and I remember that was the only way of getting Limp Bizkit, getting new Limp Bizkit was getting. That's what you do. You would buy, you would buy spend £17 to get the soundtrack to an album, to a, a film that you hadn't seen. 
just so you could hear the one track from a new band. That's, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, definitely music should be getting a lot more money. Musicians should be getting a lot more money. But that's also just insane money. You know, and the musicians should be getting it anyway. So Orlando, that was fun. Um, my ma, I remember, was just like, "Look, we're going to Disneyland," and I was like, "What?" Like, my ma never, she hadn't really like we hadn't done any kind of big trips with my mom. You know, after my parents had my parents were divorced a couple, good couple of years, but she was like, "Right, no, I'm, I'm gonna show these fucking kids a good time. We're gonna gonna go fucking holiday to Disneyland. I'm gonna fucking blow their minds here. Go to Disneyland, and it was a fucking whopper trip. Um, and it was made even more fun by the fact that the three of us. The three of us are just as fucking gormless as each other, being like, where do we go? What bus do we get? <laughs> I don't know actually how we stayed alive, the three of us. Um, we were just like, we got, like, we were on the bus uh, and we had all, all our tickets and everyone bought for Universal Studios and it was all like, next stop, SeaWorld! And we're like, oh, fuck. And we had to spend loads of money to go to SeaWorld and we didn't have tickets for SeaWorld. Um, but it was fun. It was really fun. And that was when my first taste of America, I came back, I bought some jeans in a thrift store that had big, long, baggy flares on them. I bought a chain from the Terminator 2 ride in Universal Studios, so I had a big, baggy chain with a wallet. I got to where I got my patch that said Boner on it that I ironed on, my small patch on my chest that said Boner that I wore as my merch. And I was like, everyone's going to call me Boner. Then in 2001, I went to New, New York City, New York. Uh, Back in 2001, mind you, this was April 2001, where, you know, I I was very much like my peer, Seth MacFarlane, in that I also narrowly escaped uh, the the terrorist attack um, by six months. You know, he was meant to be on the flight. I was six months away. But still, you know, had we decided to go in September the 11th instead of April, could have been this could be a very different podcast. Um, Can you make still feels weird? That was fucking 20 years ago, man. this time, a bit more refined taste. Uh, I bought Alien and Farms album. Um, I wasn't mad on Smooth Criminal. I, I think, but I do think movies is probably one of the best. Uh, best. Not it's not pop punk, but for it to make the mainstream, it's definitely one of the fucking best punk rock bangers of all time. It's probably my top five punk rock bangers of all time. I fucking, I fucking love movies. Uh, so I play that on repeat on the disc, man. My brother bought, I think, Warren G's "I Want It All." album i want it all money fast cars diamond rings gold chains and champagne shit every damn thing um because he was mad to the gangster rap then i think he also got like a dog pound album um or daz dillinger or something like that album and it was shite it was absolutely shite um um and it was a great trip great trip to new york everything is so fucking expensive it's so i can't even then you know you see like prices in friends and they're like you know like, their rent there is, like, $1,600. Do you know what I mean? It seems like whenever you watch, like, 90s or noughties America, it's the same price in euros now. It's shocking expensive. <laughs> and I'll tell you how I fucking... You want to talk about expensive, right? I went to... This is my third time. went to Las Vegas. I went to Las Vegas. And I sound so fucking Irish saying it like that in 2016. It was a sales incentive. My sales team won. They, uh, they brought in the best numbers. Yeah, you can have a fucking shot and brought up sales. My sales team won, and we went... And I and because I was the manager, so me and then someone else who was on my team, who actually fucking couldn't go right because she's from the Philippines, right? From the Philippines, um, has been living living in uh the UK for like eight years. She was fucking denied a visa to get into America. This is fucking America. So she couldn't fucking go. So I was going. It was the sales manager and the best salesperson. She was the best salesperson, and then she couldn't go, right? Because they thought. Even though she was married. And the excuse she had was like, what, how do we know you're going to come back? I didn't have to do with that. I didn't have to deal with that at all, being an Irish person. She's from the Philippines. They're like, no, what if you fucking stay here? And they were like, but I have a husband here. They're like, well, we don't want to hear it. And they actually said that if, the, if she asked again, she'd be put on a list so that she could never ask for a visa again. You forget the level of fucking privilege that we have of being who we are. But anyway, that was very frustrating. Uh, but I got to go as well. And let me tell you this. Um, they, the way they sold it to us was like a week in Vegas, all expenses paid. You won't have to put, and put your hand in your pocket. Then that became 48 hours, two days in Vegas. Um, and they wouldn't be giving us any money. They weren't going to give us any money. So we were there. And I tell you, when you go to Vegas on a budget, and like you, when you haven't literally, the day before you go, you find out that you have to spend that, that all your money's gone. Like, 
This was towards the end of the month. We'd fuck all money. So like we were really watching watching the fucking pennies in Vegas. And this is what we did, right? They said, right, at the end of the they said, we're gonna give you five hundred five hundred dollars, right? Spread between the four of you. So um you'll have five hundred dollars um and you'll just have to pay for the rest. And we're like, we're fine. And then one of us had the idea, was like, look, how about, right? We go in there to the casino, we put five hundred dollars on black, right? We put five hundred dollars on black. And then we'll double it. And then that, what, that'll be 250 each. And we're like, great. 50, 50, 50, 50 chance, more or less. Flip of a coin. You forget about the zero, zero green on a, on a roulette table, right? So we put it on black. Red, 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 red. So then we were really fucking out of pocket, right? So we really mined the pennies. So we lost all our cash. Um, and we went out that night out of our own pocket. Like, hey, can I get a Budweiser? It's $15. Absolutely unreal. Um, drinking out of a plastic bottle because that's what they do or everyone's like out of a tin bottle but it's still not the same the, you know it's always the worst swig the worst swig a fucking Bud- Budweiser the king the king of beers the king of beers are you fucking insane that's insane the king the king the best beer would anyone anyway I'm available for SpawnCon for Budweiser um Anyway, so we went at that night. Anyway, we didn't stay at that long. The next morning, we got up, right? And um, we uh, we went, went to get breakfast down by the pool, right? Again, because we're watching the pennies, look at the menu, right? The che- cheapest thing is a chicken Caesar salad for $37, right? <laughs> so I got a chicken Caesar salad, and I went up to order. No one came around to take the order, right? And I sat down. And like, I'm assuming there are people walking around here that they're going to um, bring my food over, right? They were waiting like 20 minutes. There's no food. Then I looked over where I'd made the order. There's a chicken Caesar salad right there. So I went over, and then I, I was like, oh, I think that's for me. I was like, oh, great. Okay, here you go. Sign this, right? So I had to sign the thing. I had to write down what it was again, just to be reminded this was 37 euro, right? And then it had tip underneath that, right? And um, I just thought, well, you know, it's right here. So this is obviously self-service. There's no fucking tip here, right? So then um, I just wrote $37, left the cash there. And then... Um, and then the woman at the table was like, Sir, if you're actually not going to tip anything, could you please just draw a line through that if you're honestly not going to give me a tip? A tip for fucking what? For not letting me know that there's a chicken Caesar salad sitting here. That the 37 euro chicken dollars chicken salad has been sitting here in the fucking sun for the last fucking 20 minutes. Just it's the fact that you didn't tell me that. So it was already, that already started off on a fucking bad day. But anyway, went to this pool party, right? One of these pool parties. And, and I fucking, and let me tell you this, right? Let me tell you this, right? I was in Vegas for 48 hours and I saw David get a fucking twice live. There you are, you fucking, you fucking. And actually, do you know what? It wasn't bad. Titanium, when you're in a pool with a bunch of people dancing around, is actually pretty good crack. I realized this is something about water. Right, it's like it's like same with Sawyer. He just looks good wet. Something about David Getta and water, right? Pool party, David Getta, actually all right. Me and my wife also got a like a, a boat, uh, a a speedboat out to like one of the islands in in Malta. You know the Blue Lagoon, and we got like a speedboat that Blair and David Getta. It fucking works. You, you speedboat, the sun, or the water, the pool. It 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 for whatever reason. David Getta works when you're wetter. So um, it was so so David Getta. That was class. Absolutely langered off thirty dollar bottles. They get even more in the pool party. Thirty dollar bottles, bottles of tin Budweiser. Um. So we and then the fucking Irish head on us thinking right. Oh, we can just walk. You know. We. You know. Well, they're. You know, English as well. You know. We we're like. You just. We can just walk. The, the stratosphere is right at the top of the Vegas Strip, so we can see it. So let's just walk there. You know. You don't forget. You forget that these are not. You know. These are not walkable streets. America is not necessarily walkable. Orlando wasn't walkable, and this is walking. You just walk in the fucking bacon sun. Walked into this taco restaurant, got some two lovely tacos, queued up for fucking ages, misread the menu in Spanish, thought that, oh, that's a portion of tacos, but that's one taco. You know, that's how they do it. You buy per taco. Still the best taco I ever had. But then that night, went back, had a couple of drinks. <laughs> what am I fucking talking to? Why am I talking to you like this? No, I'm getting at this point, right? So that night, I actually had the best night ever, right? I, uh, everyone was a bit tired. I think some of us had a bit of sunstroke from walking back with the tacos, right? But I was fucking shit-faced. And I was like, no, look, I've got, this is when I didn't respect my body and when I was tired, right? Uh, Terry wasn't there, of course, so she couldn't tell me that I needed to go to bed. So I was like, no, fuck this, right? I'm fucking staying out. I don't care. So 
So I noticed that when you sit at the casino tables, you can get free beers, right? And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to bet 50 quid, right? I'm going to start with 50 quid, and I'm not going to spend that more than that. And that 50 quid will probably be my drinks for the night, right? I'll go back up once I lose the 50 quid, right? So I sat next to this Native American guy, and he was just, uh, I, I likely started burning the ear off him. But I'm like, yeah, we're one of the same, man, you know, <laughs> all that shit, you know. We're like the same, you know. I'll tell you, let me tell you about the Choctaw people. You know what they did for us in all this shit, you know what I mean? Um, you know what they gave uh, food in the famine. Um, so, and he gave, and for, for me burning the ear off him being quite nice, and I was playing up the high to tight to tight to tight, played up the patty shit, you know. Um, he, um, he said, look, if you get to 12, don't hit. Just don't hit on 12. There's too many people at this table that the dealer's going to try and beat us. Blackjack table. The dealer's going to try and beat everyone, right? They're going to have to keep going. So just don't, um, just don't hit at 12. Just stay, you know? Sometimes you'll win. The likelihood is the dealer will go bust more times than that. So I did that. And uh, before I knew I had fucking $500. And I had $500, and then I realized I was fucking shit-faced, right? Because I'd only had two tacos. So I decided, you know what? I am in a western part of America, right? There is only in and out burgers are only available in California and here in Nevada. And so I got a lift, right? One of those Ubers, but with loads of lights, like a big minivan. And with my winnings, I went out to the nearest in and out burger that was about an hour's drive away in a lift. This is the level of secret eating that I do, right? When no one's around. And I went, got in and out burger, got fucking animal fries or animal style, whatever it was. And I tell you, I wasn't mad on it. It, wasn't mad. it definitely wasn't worth the wait. It wasn't worth the wait getting out there, but it was just as it closed. I'll give in and out burger another chance. Then anyway, next night we went out, saw David Guetta again. <laughs> saw David Guetta a fucking again. And um, wasn't as good the second time. Um, my ranking of uh, my holidays are as follows. And I guess, you know, I'm not going to rank them because one was uh, with my mom after the divorce. One was with my dad after the divorce. Uh, so I'm not, <laughs> you know, want to be like, hey, one was better than the other. Um, but look, America's fun, a little bit too expensive. That's all I have to say about that. I don't even know what the fuck this podcast was. But listen, don't get so preoccupied about the election. Don't be worried about it, right? It's not going to affect you. Um, well, it might. And you can still definitely be vocal and everything that goes along with that. Thank you very much for listening. And let me tell you this. We're doing some t-shirts. We're doing some Tony Catwell shit show merch. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I will have all my ducks in a row. They will be going live for the patrons this Thursday. And then on Friday, they'll be out to general sale. There is only 250. They're full of various slogans. I'll be putting them online, hopefully uh, tomorrow, and you can see them. But again, patrons will get first dibs over on the Patreon. And I tell you, they might even sell out over there. There's enough patrons over there. There's over 810 or 15 or something like that. Patrons over there. Um... But if you, in general, forget about the t-shirts. If you want more podcasts, you can get them over there. It's the, uh, the price of a pint a month. Uh, and as well, if you don't want to pay for that, that's fine. You can listen to my Bake Off podcast coming on Thursday. Thank you very much for listening. All the best. It's only here with a shit show.